Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on BlogTalkRadio.com, starring world famous animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com, for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page right now to post any pictures of your pets who you're going to talk to today. Um, that's Facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio. That's Facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio. And post under um, today's – do we have today's post up already, Laura? We do, yeah. Thanks to David. Thank you, David. Thanks, David. So, yeah, post your um, – in the comments area, you can post a picture of your pet and, you know, maybe a little description or something on there. And if you're going to call in, call in to 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. I'm going to get the chat room going, and um, I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. 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 <laughs> so um, I'm just opening the chat room now. Oh, did, and, I, oh, did I close it oh, down by accident? Oh, no, I didn't know you opened it. That's okay. I opened it, but I might have closed down by accident, did I? Nope, people are in here. Yay. They're talking. I see Deb, here Rachel, Cat Love. Everyone. David's in there. Hi, David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everything's all good. It's all set up. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah, going to see Jubilee, my horse, this uh, afternoon, which I'm excited about. She's been doing really awesome. Nice. I've been doing, yeah, I've been doing natural horsemanship training with her, and you know she's got a little wild streak. So I've been having a lot of fun um, working. What is with that? Her. Well, it's just like a humane way to train, and mm-hmm. she gets like kind of wild sometimes and wants to rear, and she's mm-hmm. really big and athletic. And so I'm learning how to, like, send her around in a circle and then turn her when she feels like rearing and then send her the other way. And it's pretty, it's pretty wild because she's, like, can be crazy. Like, if the wind is really blowing hard or if there's a bunch of stallions or, you know, she just decides that she sees something and she thinks, why, this is a good time to rear and be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been a lot of fun, but it takes, like, every ounce of me because I'm so used to, like, being on the computer talking to animals all day. And so all of a sudden I have to, like, use my whole body. Yeah, that's probably really good for you. It is so good. It's so much fun. And my trainer's awesome. Nicolette Bernie, shout out to her. (laughs) That's cool. And where does Jubilee live now? She lives in San Ines in a big grass pasture with two other mares. Yeah. Oh. Like, she's funny because every every place I take her to, like, I keep, you know, I've switched her. She's been in maybe, like, four different places since I've had her um, just because we're going to different trainers and rehab and stuff. But she, she um, every time I take her to a new place, she's like, 
this is the best place I've ever been. <laughs> she's, she's so funny. She's like, she fits in really well wherever she goes. But the, the mares in her pasture are older, and so sometimes they chase her away, and there are two minis that live next to her. And she just sometimes I'll find her, a lot of times I'll find her just like noses with the minis eating grass through a fence, Aww. you know, but she hangs out with them. She's so cute. That's so cute. I want to meet her someday. Yeah, she's gorgeous. That's so cool. Okay, well, let's take some calls. Um, our first caller is Lily, a one-year-old um female orange cat. You can see her on Facebook. And um, Chris wants to know if she is has enough stimulation in her life. And hi, Chris. I don't see, I don't see Lily. Do you see Lily on, where did you post Lily on Facebook? I I, you know, her. I posted it on your page about four hours ago. I'm looking right at it. On hmm. the main page? Yeah, on the Pet Psychic page. At Psychic Radio. At Psychic Radio? Yeah. Okay. I don't see it. Do you, I? I am not sure if I see it. Oh. Oh, no. That's on a my, different orange. On my, on my screen, it says posts to page, and then there's like three of us there. Oh, hmm. I wonder where you're seeing. But, um, and it's the Pet Psychic Radio page. Yes. Okay. I see her there. But that's okay. We'll do it without her, without me seeing her picture. I wonder why I don't see it. Um, I'll I'll keep okay. looking for it. You talk to her. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So tell me what she looks like. She's orange. Yeah, she's got um, her eyes are gold, and then there's like green right around her pupils. Oh, pretty. And what's her name again? Lily. Lily, and what do you want to ask her? Well. I want to know if she has enough stimulation in her environment. She seems smarter than the average cat. Like, I can see her trying to figure out how to do, like, undo things, like the mouse hanging from the door. Right. And she likes to go outside, but she, because of where I live, she cannot go outside without a harness on and me attached to her. Mm. And so sometimes she seems, like, really restless and um, obsessed with certain things mm. um and like so you want to ask her like what would like what would what would she like to entertain her more or or how about even why is she so restless right maybe because, like, you know because i'm going away in a couple of weeks and my housemate's going to look after her and i want to make sure that in that week that i'm gone that you know she feels she has you know enough stimulation in her environment and okay you know just in general okay. so anyway yeah, let's get her. Okay. Lily, okay. are you listening? What do you think, Lily? I think I have a lot of fun at my house. My mom is really neat. I do, like, running, chasing games. And sometimes I think it would be fun to run all around the house with my mom. She said hiding dead mice would be cool. I don't think mom's going to be doing that, sweetheart. Do you have, is she talking about real mice or you, do you have the fake toy mice? Oh, I have like three toy mice. And does she go after them? Because maybe she's talking about hiding them. 
yeah, she does. Two of them she can move around the room. One of them is on like a, a springy hook that hangs mm. from the top of the door. Mm. So she's just saying she's saying to hide those two other mice and she'll have like time finding them. Oh, okay. And the other thing that I wanna do is go outside more. Okay. Can I go outside like a bunch of times? And it looks like her shoulder, like in the front of her chest, in the mm-hmm. in her right crease of her shoulder is sore. She just had shots yesterday. Oh, she did? Maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah, that's probably why. She says, you know what else I want to say? When my mom goes away, she wants a long tunnel thing up high. A long tunnel thing up high, okay. Do you have something like that? I think she wants like a, like a ramp with a tunnel. I don't, but I can figure that out. <laughs> she wants like a jungle gym. Yeah. Well, I'm a woodworker, so I could like build something. Oh, yeah, right. So that she must know that, too. And the other thing that I think would be cool is a box under the bed to go into. She thinks that would be really neat to hang out in. Do you have a okay. space under your bed? I, it's a low space, but I have I have a couple of moving boxes that she likes to play with, and so I can just cut those down and make it fit under my bed. Oh, there you go. It's interesting because typically cats either like to be up high or they like to be down low. It's rare mm-hmm. for them to like bolt. It sounds like she likes bolt. So, so that's that's an interesting way you could stimulate her with different places up high and some down low. Mhm. Yeah. That's cool. That's so great that you're a woodworker, so you can build whatever, anything. Yeah, trees you and want. things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. She must she must really know that, huh, Laura? Yeah. They do. They know. Does, can she see you when you're building? No, because I build um I can do some woodworking in my space or whatever, but I um some of the building I can't do because it's just too big. Mm. And so I do that yeah. up at the shop. Yeah, what they can do, which is really neat, is that they can picture where, like, if you, if they're home alone, it's kind of like telepathy, mm-hmm. like I'm talking to her now, they can tune mm-hmm. into what you're doing. And so oftentimes the animals even talk about, like, people, the coworkers or or friends that have never even been over to the house, the animals will talk about. Mm-hmm. So she can talk about all aspects of your life. Yeah. That's so cool. She said she okay. likes, like, a soft thing, too. That would be neat. What's that? Like a seesaw. Something yeah. that drops. Hmm. Well, well you got to let us know how she does after you build it. <laughs> hey, Chris, will you um, take a picture of whatever you build and post it on our page? I will. Okay, cool. Will. Thanks, Chris. Great. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to see what she does. Yeah. I think that's so neat. Um, okay, so today today we have a really special guest. Um, we have Siglinda from Goat House Refuge. Don't be confused. It is a cat rescue, not a goat rescue. <laughs> right, Siglinda? <laughs> yes, we have four goats, but 
Mostly oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Tell us again um, for um, those uh, audience members who may not have heard you the last time you were on. Um, tell us a little bit about Goat House Refuge and um, where do you get your name? Well, Goat House Refuge is um, a rescue for animals, uh, mostly cats, and we are on 16 acres in North Carolina. We are the biggest uh, no-kill refuge for animals in North Carolina. Uh, we have about 220 cats, and um, now it's kitten season, so of course, you know, uh, when it, pour, it rains, it pours. Um, we, have, uh, we have five people on staff, uh, two veterinary technicians, and uh, we keep our place absolutely wonderful. Uh, people come over here, they are in awe, because uh, uh, we have uh, an acre and a half in the woods, and five buildings. Uh, there is a main large building that has uh, where the cats mostly go in and out and do what they want. Uh, at night, we put down the quilts on the floor, and we can see at night. I go over there over every night around 11:30 to look at the to look if everything is okay, and all the cats are sleeping together on the quilts. It's absolutely Aww. wonderful. It's magic, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the kids are outside playing even at night. They climb trees, and uh, we have schools and children come in to play and uh, learn to communicate with the with the kiddies. Uh, we have uh, an intake building, which is where we bring the kiddies when they come in from the in North Carolina. Sadly, we have nine uh, still gassing shelters where they gas the animals in gas chambers. Mm-hmm. And we take our kiddies mostly from the, from those shelters. And wow. So we have an intake house. We have an infirmary. And we have a building that is a kitten building. So we have all the kittens in the same building playing together. That's amazing. So it truly is a refuge for these cats. Yeah. It's and uh, how long has your has Goat House Refuge been open? Eight years. And uh, it started, uh, the, this whole place started 18 years ago. I mm. started, when I got here, there were only the big trees, the big oaks, and we planted gardens that are in HGTV. They're absolutely gorgeous gardens. And we have events over here in the gardens. Um, I am a potter, so a lot of the money comes from my pottery that I make and sell. And we have supporters. We have people that support our work. Mm-hmm. Wow. So today we're going to be talking to Cupid, who's four years old. Tell us a little bit about Cupid. Cupid came here from one of the gassing shelters, and I I saw him every night. People send me photographs of all the animals that are going to be euthanized the day after, and or that they are going to be they are in the euthanization list. And I saw that kitty for about two weeks, and I kept thinking, I have to take him out, I have to take him out. Finally, I said, okay, that's it. I took him out, and we brought him here. And when he got here, he had a humongous wound on one of his ears that was going all the way down to his neck. We thought he was dying. We were absolutely crushed because that poor kitty could not lift his head. So we brought him immediately to the emergency and the vet and we took care of him like a baby and i was giving him fluids through the night 
force feeding him uh, antibiotics, and uh, they took away all the dead skin. He had maggots in his ears. Mm. So we had to take away all the rotten thing stuff. The, the, the veterinarian mm. took away all the dead skin and everything, and sew him up a little bit. He had pipes coming out of his ears. Poor baby, he was miserable. And little by little, little by little, he got better and better and better, and uh, he's well. He's absolutely well. Wow. He's total pest. He has a cleft palate, so he has his little tongue sticking out a little bit. <laughs> he has such a funny face. So uh, cute. And so what What do you want to ask him? I, I see that you have a development that's next door to you, that there's something going on with, like, gunshots or something. Yes. they. Somebody, um, a big company, bought all the land attached to our land, and they opened up a shooting range. Oh, no. And they are shooting uh, military guns. And we cannot even talk at the refuge to each other. We have to shout because we cannot hear each other. Oh, no. And the cats are getting sick. We are getting cats that are over-grooming themselves. We are getting yeah. cats that are, have severe diarrhea. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, as soon as they start shooting, they start shooting at 9 o'clock in the morning. And they finish shooting at 7 o'clock at night. Oh. It's absolutely horrible. And so do we want to ask Cupid what, he, what does he think of the noise and if from all yes. the gunshots and how do the other yes. cats feel about it? Yes, I want to know what the cats feel about it. And I know they're terrified, but I want to know exactly. I know that the cats' ears are very special yeah. and uh, they hear much better than we do. So I want to know what goes on in the in the kitties when they are shooting. Okay, let's ask him. Okay. He says that he has to say that he still feels a lot of love there. Mm. And that he knows that everyone is of concern everyone is concerned. He said he had a big silver box fall on him. A big silver box fall on him? Yeah, and he was squished under it. Oh. I almost wonder if it's like one of those like aluminum cages. I don't know. Not not here. Maybe at the show. No, not there. Maybe that's how he got his wounds. Yeah. Because I see this big silver thing falling on him. Oh, poor baby. And he said he was un- I was under it. Uh-huh. And I couldn't get it out. They did take it off of me, and then they sprayed him with something. Mm-hmm. He says he has to say that he loves it where he is now. He says the noise is terrifying. It makes you shake in your body, but everyone's telling us not to worry. Some of the cats do feel sick to their stomachs. Yeah. Well, he says that for some of the cats, it creates a ringing in their ears that lasts all night. Oh, my God. Yeah, the ringing doesn't stop. Do you have ringing, Cupid? No, I don't have ringing. But some cats have poopy butts. Yeah. 
He says he wants to say something else. He says sometimes there's a lady that thinks about taking him home, and he wonders if she's going to. Do you know who that is? He, yes, he's totally in love with Mariska. Mariska adores him, and uh, she is. She's really. She would love to take him home. The problem is that he sometimes he's a little aggressive with the other kitties, and Mariska is afraid of that because she has all oh. at the house. So you know what, Cupid, if you're a little bit more gentle with the other kitties, you can go home with her. But you need to be gentle with the kitties because some of the kitties at her house have a hard time with cats that are a little bit too intense. So it's really important that you're calmer with the other cats and then maybe you could go home with her. He wants to know if he could then play wrestle hand. Can do what? Play wrestle hand, which I think is if he's on his back and you let him grab his your arm. <laughs> yes, he does that with her. Yeah, he said he would like that. Yeah. I he says he misses her when she's not there. Yeah, he just when he we have to put him in the cage uh, at night because we can't trust him around with the other kitties. He becomes aggressive with them. And whenever she's leaving, he looks at her from the cage like, why are you leaving? <laughs> oh, see, Cupid, honey, that's why you're in the cage at night is because you're too intense with the other cats. So if you could learn to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and calm yourself when you're around the other cats, you could be out around the cats and you could go home with that nice lady. But you've got to practice, okay? I want you to practice. Blinking your eyes, licking and yawning, and walking away from other animals. Okay? It's really important. Okay, I understand, he says. I understand. Sweet, beautiful cat. I hope, uh, yeah, so Glenda, tell, let us know, um, email us or something if you see um, some changes in Cupid and keep us updated on how he's doing. I, I just really would like to invite everybody to sign our petition that is on our website because we are in this fight really seriously. It's a huge fight because these people are not going to let go. They are going to stay there, and I we see. can't survive here if they are there. Oh, yeah. So if um, everyone can go to GoatHouseRefuge.org, that's GoatHouseRefuge.org. That's your uh, website. Also, you yes, have a, like, a brunch like fundraiser our coming up, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our our petition is on the website and Facebook. Okay. And uh, on June 28th, you have a brunch fundraiser. Where can we get information for that, for those uh, oh, we had people? Because of the shooting <gasps> range, because it was oh. so loud. It is oh, so really? loud that we could not... We, they are destroying us. I tell you, we cannot do anything here oh, anymore because no. that shooting, even people, that are the visitors, you know, we have every weekend, we have visitors here, many, 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 and schools and children. We have courses with uh, autistic children. We can't do any of that anymore with all this shooting. And, you know, I'm afraid of jeopardizing the life of people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so yeah, I'm so sorry you had to cancel your fundraiser. That's terrible. And 
Yeah, so if people can go to Goat House Refuge, if you're interested in helping out Goat House Refuge, please go to their website. And where's your Facebook page? It's on, uh, if they go to the website, they find the uh, connection to the to the uh, Facebook. It's Goat House. Okay. And we have it posted on our Facebook page, too. So if you just mm-hmm. go down a little bit, um, uh, you'll see you'll see a picture of Cupid, and then all their information, their website, goathouserefuge.org, uh, and also their Facebook page link is there. Thank Great. you. Thank you so much, friends. Thank you. Thank you, Siglinda, for being on. Thank you, Siglinda. That's Siglinda Scarpa from Goat House Refuge. Again, their website is goathouserefuge.org. So go and help them because they are doing so much for the cats. And um, I think everyone can, you know, a little help from everyone will go a long way. So Go to GoatHouseRefuge.org. Now we're going to go to, let's see, we are going to talk to Toby the White Swiss Shepherd. He's on Facebook. He's four years old. Do you see him? I do. Okay, let me find. I do see Toby. I know Toby. He's local. Oh, Toby's your friend. Well, then you must know Denise. Yeah. Hi. 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 So, so what do you want to talk to Toby about? When we saw you, you suggested putting him on a raw food diet, but his doctor put him on a dry kibble for um, prescription for skin. I've taken away all treats, all human food, and I just want to make sure that he's doing okay. He's He's feeling better. He still itches a little bit, but I don't want to take him around my clients and things like that if he's still uncomfortable. Okay, like uncomfortable in his skin? Uncomfortable in his skin. Is he feeling better now that he's not eating human food? Okay, let's get Toby and see. Toby, honey, how you feeling? Sometimes I feel better. But at nighttime, I get itchy again. I just feel uncomfortable itchy. He says what he thinks you should do is take a, he should take a pill medicine. Well, what's that? Is that like prednisone or something? He was given a pill medicine but I, by um, a doctor in Westlake, but I was reading up on it. And the cancer cells become more potent with taking this medication. Mm. So I don't want to give it to them. Yeah, so sweetheart, it's not that medicine is not good for you. But I know something that would be good for him, right? That I your um your allergy supplement. Maybe when uh, he comes Yeah, back. um the allergy supplement that uh we've been taking is called Aller Essentials by Pure. The company is called Pure. And that's been helping my animals for allergies. Yeah. Okay. How is he doing with a chiropractor? Does he does that help him with his back? Yeah, let me ask him. He also said that 
the inside of his paws feel a little sore, too. Hmm. Okay. The chiropractor is my friend. <laughs> it makes my hind feel a little bit better. Oh. I'm doing good in my movements, and I could get out more. So sheep herding doesn't bother him as much? He says he can pivot more. So he can pivot on uh, on on his legs. You know, like pivot. For the... And the other thing I want to say, he's glad that he's talking. Because I want to say I want more people food. <laughs> I like the taste of people food. I know. It Do you breaks like my heart. It looks like a chicken or a turkey that he wants, although chicken is probably not that great for allergies. But No, it's just more on aller- um, chicken. Maybe pot roast? Yeah, something. Well, I don't know if it was pot roast because I think it's more like a turkey. You feed him that? Um, pot roast. I'm not a meat eater, so I don't know what pot roast looks like, but I always think of pot, when I hear pot roast, I think of, like, big, thick, hard-to-chew meat. No, it's, it's it shredded, soft, boiled meat, red meat. Oh, red meat, though? Well, maybe I could see that as turkey. But I give him, I used to give him um, turkey lunch meat. Oh, that's probably what he wants. Yeah, that's what I want. But that might not be very good for him because that might have sugar in it. See, I just don't know what to give him, so I just cut him totally on kibble and took the pill medication away that the doctors have prescribed. Yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, it's good to kind of talk to an animal nutritionist who knows about healthy eating, and maybe they could help you weed other foods back in. So, okay. um, hey, I, does your vet, yeah. does your vet know about nutrition? Yeah, yeah, they do. That's what we, that's what we did was, um, I had to completely change to a new protein and then they're trying to see, you know, how, you know, Fenway does and then slowly introduce the food back to see, you know, what he can and can't eat. Okay. And yeah, I mean, we haven't. Alabasis. What's what's your vet's name? Uh, I go to the Holistic Vet Veterinary Center. I think it's what it's called. Um, uh, the doctor, the main doctor there is Dodie Tyneway. Doctor Dodie Tyne. Yeah, D O D Y Tyneway. T Y N E W A Y. I believe. Um, yeah, it's the, the holistic vet in Calabasas. If you Google that, it'll come up. I will travel because I I just. I see him so miserable, but I see him so happy when he goes on his walks like he's taking his stuffed animal on his walk. He carried it the whole way. Oh, So cute. So I think he's happy. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds happy. Yeah, and he sounds like his back is doing better and his hind end, so that's good. Oh, you well, know what? Also, what were you I just want to also... 
I'm sorry, I just want to mention also at that vet, they also have a whole rehab um, facility, too, for, um, like, water treadmill and all kinds of other physical, like, therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, wow. so cool. I love that. Yeah, you should definitely check them out and talk to them because they're, you know, they have a lot of information about um, physical therapy and stuff like that, too, for back injuries or anything like that. I'm doing that right now as we speak. Great. Good. Call us back and let us know. Yeah. I will. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye, Denise. Take care. Bye, Toby. And Toby. And Toby, Toby. Okay. Keep moving, moving on. We're going to Deborah on Facebook to see if her cat Piper, who's a striped tabby with white on the face. Do you see, do you see the um, Piper? I don't. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I, I'm like looking I have like, for Piper. I have, oh, ten, Piper. I, see Piper. I have like 10 screens up on up here. Know, so right? Okay. <laughs> okay. So bring her on. Okay, so let's see. We're Piper's gonna find out. Oh, okay. about to meet a new kitty that's being brought home from the Humane Society. Yeah, right. Other oh, cool. cats a couple of years ago. He was stalked well, and terrorized. Aw, poor Piper. Yeah, he um, had some issues. And I oh. want him. I want him to know that this kitty coming back, coming home. I'm. I'm not coming with the kitty. I'm coming later. My roommate's driving him home. Is hopefully going to be his new playmate, and oh. I don't. I hope he's not stressed because of his past experience. Mm. He does have Lily, who's a lovely um, female calico kitty that lives with him, and they're mm. fine. But um, I and I think she, I think she uh, will also be fine with a new kitty because she tends to be more easygoing. I'm just. I want to know from from you if you would ask him if he'd be stressed about this. They should show up around between 6 and 7 this evening. Mm, I and think that you should have them separated until you come home. I think he'd, well, don't you think he'd feel more comfortable if you were there? Well, he, my roommate, I've lived there for two years. She's been his mom as much as I have. Oh, okay. So we both went and got him from a litter. And oh, okay. I, brought, I brought Lily home from a vet um, who had lost her little group of kittens and, um, so uh, they've been both of our cats, as well as the dog that we have, Zeke. We all raise them all. So. Oh, good. And so remind me what the new kitty looks like. The new kitty is a beautiful, solid gray, and he's okay. somewhere between 8 and 10 months old. And okay. His temper, and he's very uh, lush and made this amazing connection with the dog. That's, how come, that's why we took him. We went to volunteer at the oh. Humane Society and walk dogs, and we play with the cats, and this her, the dog Zeke went right up to this cat in the cage, and the cat just started rubbing against him. And oh, crying. cute. And they made this connection. It was unbelievable. I felt like maybe they knew each other in a four-four life or something. Oh, how neat. And it, it's continued, so we took the cat. <laughs> he played okay. his cards right. <laughs> that is so neat. Okay, so let's ask Piper how he's going to be. So, Piper, did you hear? You you got a new friend coming home, and your doggy loves the new friend already, so that's awesome. I'm kind of nervous because it's hard to make new friends. Yeah. We're not I replacing tried last him. time, but it wasn't easy. Mm. 
Does this cat make new friends easily? I think he makes friends really easily because he made friends with your dog really quick. And also, he's only eight months old. So there's still a lot of time to train him to be appropriate with you. How do I train him? Mm. Do I bat him in the head, the shoulder, or the back? I'm supposed um, to bet he's doing that. He's wondering if the, if the kitten gets too close to him, should he bat him in the head, the shoulder, or the back? I think mm. that you should first try to hit, honey. And then if that doesn't hurt, you can bat, but only with your nails in, all right? Don't use your nails to bat. And just kind of see how you feel. But first hit if he's bugging you. You can tell him that we did introduce this new kitty to my daughter's cats, two of them um, that he doesn't know, and they immediately got along. They were perfectly fine. So the kitty's been getting along with lots of other kitties, so you're going to be just fine. I wonder if he likes to look out the window. He does. And I think we're going to add some new bird feeders so they can watch. They don't go outside in the city. So oh, yeah. That bird would, feeders. He was wondering also if he would like under-table living. Do you know what that is? Under-table living? No. Yeah. Could, did it, does he hang out underneath things, like underneath coffee tables? or? Yeah, he sits on a chair under a table quite a bit, and there oh, is. Under, uh, so he's wondering, is, is this other cat going to be hanging out in his spot? Well, oh. probably they are going to be hanging out in your spots a little bit, but you just claim whichever is yours, and it's okay. The kitty can find another place to go. But Would not you like me to keep the really cat. In a, it, huh? I was just telling him to be be nice when he does it. He doesn't have to do it mean to be nice. Right. Would he prefer if we keep the other cat in the cage for like a a half hour or so when we come home, and then in a different room for a while, or would he just like to I see him right away? I would prefer it on a leash. Well, I don't know if it can be on a leash, but you know, being in a cage is a really good idea. And did you ever see? Have you seen that, um, The Cat House? Have you ever seen that book? And I think they might even be on the Internet, too, where those people have, like, they, they, um, they make their house all, like, Day of the Dead, and they have all these different cats. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. They have. I forget how many cats they have, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's, like, 30 or 50 or something. Wow. But right, I'll check it out. Is, I mean, it's so neat the way they've made their whole house, like a jungle gym for the cats. But what they do when they bring in a new cat is they bring them in in the crate, and then they leave the crate in the center of the house. And they let all the other cats come and sniff and go away. And I think that's a really a not a bad idea and would make Piper and the other animals feel safe rather than having him just out and him out and then finding his own place. He can kind of scope it out from inside the pen, too, about where he's going to go when he gets let out. Right. I thought that's what I actually was planning to have my roommate do, and then I didn't know maybe at night keep the other cat in one of the bedrooms so he knows he has a whole run of the house and just bring him out a few times so he gets to know him. And then there's Lily, who's the other cat, and I, we'll see how she does with it, I guess. But He says he guess, likes that idea. He likes that idea. I mean, you just, just plan. I would plan on separating them a bit, and then maybe that can change and you won't need to. 
Okay, does he feel <laughs> that this, what happened to him with the other cats, this cat Kedon that stalked him, is that is that entering into his mood about this, or does he feel it's just totally separate? I just feel like some cats can be mean. <laughs> so and true. I disagree. Yeah. I don't well, you'll have to call us and let us know how it goes, but we'll... Okay. I mean, it's so neat that the dog is there and the dog is Buddy, so... Oh, it's you know, such a Buddy. It might, be, it might be the cat is, like, so interested and the dog doesn't even pay any attention to the other... That's to possible. To the other cat. I might want to yeah. call you back at some time and talk to you about Piper's eating issues in relation to this, this other stalking that happened. What, what do you charge for a, a private consultation, and how would I do that? Yeah, so you can go on my website, which is thepetpsychic.com. Okay. And go to the order services tab, and it's one fifteen for a half hour and two hundred for an hour. Okay, I might do that. I'm going to see how this goes, but I know he's got residual anxiety about that whole summer he spent. If this cat, this new playmate, might I'm hoping will really help because he's he's a little rough. Piper playing with the Lily's little, so we're really hoping this uh, this cat will be a, a lot of fun for him. So oh, good. Did you hear yeah. that? You're going to have fun with the kitty. Yeah, yeah just keep, keep picturing that, and that's what will happen. You are. Oh, good. You well, thanks for calling, Debbie. And I will let you know what happens. Thank you all very, very much. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye. bye, Piper. You're going to be good. Piper's so cute. I think <laughs> Piper's going to be fine. I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah. I love you got along with the dog right away. And I wonder if you kind of need to talk to that kitty and see, like, was the kitty, like, really liking the people? And was like, right. how do I get to go home with them? Oh, look, yeah. they have a dog. Come here, come here, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. They picked They picked them. <laughs> you know, yeah, the right. Like them. the cat might have used the dog to go home with them. Who knows? But <laughs> Maybe they really know each other. Just like yeah. dogs. Seraphina, okay. my kitty. She sorry. She goes up to every kitty, every dog she sees. She loves dogs. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's really neat. Uh, okay, let's talk to Lulu, the multi poo. What's a multi poo? Do you know? Um, Maltese poodle. Oh, 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 Maltese poodle. On Facebook, she's three years old, barking a lot, lives in an apartment, and is still having accidents. Uh-oh, that's no good. Let me find, I don't know what happened. Hold on, let me find uh, Amy. And, uh-oh. Do you, I think I lost them, actually. You lost them. I lost them. I don't know where they are. I don't see them. Do you see them? Uh... I think they got... Somehow, I think they're gone. So, if you are, if Amy, call back if you're here somewhere because I can't find you. Yeah, um, I don't see her. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we're going to go skip to CJ calling about Kermit, the eight-year-old um, that passed away. Um, I don't know what kind of animal. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what kind of animal it is. Oh, Kermit the dog. Okay, here. Uh, CJ, tell us about Kermit. Um, when when did he pass away and how did he pass away? Um, Kermit was like a mixed terrier breed. 
where? Okay, you want to say that again? Um, home for every. Hold on. Home for every. He's on Facebook under Gina DeMarco, but the name of the organization we do rescue for is um, Home for Every Living Pet, which is oh, short great. for help. You, you should find them on Facebook. You should send so, them an email and we could get them on as a guest. Okay. That sounds good. We'll look into it. Um, whatchamacallit, uh, so Kermit was about eight years old. Um, hold on for a second. Can was Hold about on. eight years old, <laughs> and uh, he died suddenly of what we did. Basically, he was a very active dog, and then all of a sudden, within like two days, he stopped being able to get up on the couch or get up on the bed or anything. And we we thought he had like you know just like a stomach flu or something. And then a day later, we brought him to the doctor, and we found out that he had um, liver cancer and oh. that he was diabetic. And then a day later, um, a day later, he, we took him home, and he passed away, and the doctor said he couldn't do anything. And he was, a, he was a, you know, we loved this dog because we, we wanted him. We have, we have, you know, we were doing rescue, so we had a, quite a bit of dogs. So we were trying to find them homes, and when we found them home, when we found Kermit Homes, he the the owner, the first owner, turned him in, turned him back to us because he said he was overweight. I don't know what that meant because he was a little terrier. And then um, we got him a home for a while, but we were afraid that he wasn't getting proper care, believe it or not, which is ironic for what happened. And then years later, I mean, he's had a good life, but years later just, you know, a couple of months ago, he ended up getting the liver cancer, and we took him to the doctor. Oh. And because he was black and brown, I couldn't even tell, but he had jaundice on his skin, and, the, and oh, like, I couldn't even I... tell. And so, like, so, within a week, he died of liver cancer. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even see that jaundice. Like, when Stormy's liver was really bad, I didn't see him turn jaundice at all. So and it's, um, it's real weird because on a dog you you really have to go, like look through their hair to see if their skin tone is correct. It's, yeah. And we're pretty attentive, so it's, it was so a shock. So can you tell me? I'll see his picture on our Facebook page, which is fine. But can you just tell me what he looks like, and so then I can get a, get a hold of him. Um, the picture on your on your on your actual page is under Gina Demarco, and you can find a picture of him there. And he's a black dog. He's about. 25 pounds. Um, he's his, his picture is on your actual website it's, under. Uh, it's right under, under um, Toby, actually. It's right under you Toby. Just have, if you have to refresh. Oh, you know what? I don't even have him there. I have David under Toby. Oh, how weird! Yeah, if you refresh, I think it'll come up. But anyways, yeah, he's he's on there. No, I refreshed. It's not coming up. Well, he he basically was a black dog with tan spots and a white underbelly. He was about twenty five pounds, and he looked kind of like a like a um, terrier mix. Okay, I got him. I got him. Hold on. You know what it's like here. Hmm. It's like the feeling of the couch and having your friends petting you. Well, he loved to sit on the couch and stuff. I mean, did he? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, he was a very... Um, that's just saying that it's comfortable. Like, like, you know, that good feeling of like hanging out and just like relaxing and enjoying yourself. Um, like just being sort of in a contained space and being surrounded by like family or things that you love. That's what he's saying heaven is like. So it's not like just a couch. It's like that whole feeling of what it meant to be saved and sitting on your couch and just being pet and enjoyed. So you you feel that he's in a good place even though he passed? Oh, yeah, yeah. They usually, it's very rare that they don't pass. Right. I'm in a great place. But you don't think that he's like, you know, you don't think he was upset that he had to go through so many homes or anything? That well, let me know, I'll he, ask him. But he said that heaven is the kind of place that even a dog that didn't like to chase balls likes to chase balls. Right. Well, well, thank you for your time. So he, yeah. so he's doing well, you think? And he says, and you get to eat a lot. And he did wasn't he upset about dying. He said he was. What do you mean? To, did he get? He said that sorry? he had to eat he said, in heaven, you can eat a lot. Oh. And that <laughs> you can eat a lot. And that also, he wasn't upset about dying because he was ready to go. Oh, he said he wasn't upset about dying because he was ready to go. He gave me the sense that, like, even though he had a lot of homes, like, he had this sense of longing, but when he was at your place, he felt really safe. So he, like, had this little bit of feeling of when he would transfer homes of, like, oh, like, like he always knew he was being watched over. But he did have a little bit of, like, oh, I'm going somewhere else. Huh. So he, but uh, well, that's great. At your place, he felt at home. Hmm. Well, thank good. you so much. Uh, makes oh, me feel a lot better. Thanks for calling really sharing. Love dog and um, you know, thank you. Um, I'm glad he got saying, to where he needed to go. Me too. He keeps saying he's not mad. He's like, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm like okay. happy. All right. <laughs> oh, thank All you right. so well, much. I'm glad he's happy. I guess it's hard for the owner to believe it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, you I'm know glad. what you do is like. It might be hard at first to sort of believe it, but then they like he says he comes to you and he rests his head on your lap. So yeah. just sort of be in this feeling of like if he pops up in like a memory, kind of just sit in that memory for a little while and and allow yourself to experience that memory instead of going to like oh my gosh he's gone and oh my gosh that story because he's not attached to the story anymore. Like that mm. that story of bouncing from place to place. He's He's like, what he's trying to say is I'm at a place where he feels safe, like on, on the couch at your home. Like, So when you, if he pops into your head, just sort of be in his memory and you might feel like a warming feeling or an expansive feeling or or you might get all of a sudden a word that pops into your head or a picture that pops into your head. And he's definitely trying to communicate to you that he's okay. And the more you allow yourself to sort of be open to that, the more you'll actually feel it yourself. And it's not won't be just words from me, like you're hearing it. So, I mean, my hope is that when I talk to animals, that that when they talk to me, they'll also be touching their people. 
so that it will feel really real. The words behind what I'm saying will feel really real, real because they're also touching you. So but sometimes what happens is that, that humans carry all this guilt about the way animals have passed or that they didn't find them the right home the first time or whatever it may be, and then that holds them back from actually feeling how their animal is now. So to some extent, you know, if, you, if there's a reason to feel guilt, you know, to make amends to them somehow, either by just, you know, and I'm not saying that you needed to do that for him, but for other people out there who have that, you know, they can actually talk to them and they'll hear you on the other side, talking to them, telling them that you're sorry that things had turned out that way. And they'll feel it and they'll get, they'll get that message. And then you can make a living amends by helping other animals and dedicating that, that aid to, to the animal that has passed away. And the more you do things like that, the more you release the guilt and the more that animal is able to break through your barrier and touch you so that you know that they're really okay. Okay, this is actually his wife, and I just got on the phone because I've been listening, and I just wanted to let you know that I've been crying because what you were saying, I've been feeling so guilty and that he was mad and mad that we missed him being sick because he didn't appear sick until so quickly. But And, I, and that he, uh, he was happy here because CJ always he slept with CJ, and he always said... He's happiest with us, so thank you. Um, Yeah, we rescue sick and injured dogs from shelters in Los Angeles. Isn't that amazing? So he was, that's what we do, but he just died so unexpectedly and young, and I just felt like all I wanted to do was provide him with a good life. Mm. You know what? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Sometimes what happens with them is that they they're, they had something happen in a past life that was really terrible, and then they had, they had to die in a terrible situation. And so then in this life, they come back, and they get sick, and then they have somebody who comes through for them. And you came through for him. I know you don't feel like it was enough, but you came through for him. And he felt like you came through for him, and that was healing. So sometimes that's all they need in this life is just to feel that type of love, and then they're ready to move on and go, you know, to the other side or come back in another life or, you know, it, it, it really depends. But, but sometimes that's just their path, and it's just things that they need to learn. They have their karma just like we do. Okay. Well, thank you and, so uh, much. Yeah, and get in touch with us. Um, contact us and get in touch with us if you want to have your rescue on as, your, as our guest. I definitely will because we've just started to get it reactivated again and Great. we're trying to help people that want to adopt sick or injured animals from the shelters in L.A. So that's what we're going to start to do, help with medical costs. Great, oh, great. Yeah, contact us. And so thank you so much for calling. You. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate All it. Right. Take care. Bye, Bye Kermit. So cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I could see his picture. I it's it's on there. I don't know what what's going on with this Facebook. It's confusing I sometimes. Know. Anyways, what's going on with Storm King? Is he awake or what? I think he's sleeping. Oh, but why is he always sleeping at this hour? I know it's like his nappy time. I could go and wake him up. 
I'm walking across the room with my computer. <laughs> when we wake him up, and what are we going to say? Well, now here he is. He's awake. You're okay, He's awake. Oh, listen, Storm King, to... words of wisdom. words of wisdom. We need to get more prepared. <laughs> I kind of feel like everybody should take care of themselves. Like in what way, honey? How should they take care of themselves? I feel like everyone needs to take care of their own emotions. And when scary emotions come up, sit with them and let them go. And then what you do is take your dog for a walk. Oh, honey, that sounds like such a good word of wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And take the dog for a walk. Yeah, scary emotions, any type of emotions, right? He says with liver cancer, do you have a pain in your stomach? Why, do you have a pain in your stomach? Yeah, but it's kind of different than a stomach ache. Oh, honey, I don't like to hear that. I'm sorry, you have a pain in your stomach. What can we do to make it better? He says, I think what we could do is a lot of raking healing. Everybody, you hear me? Put out some <laughs> healing for me. <laughs> we will. Right, everyone? All right, everybody. I think it's stormy and his stomach ain't getting better. We're rallying. <laughs> Calling all pet psychic healers. That's all of you listeners. Everyone and anyone can do it. <laughs> what do you do, you... Picture Storm King and his smiling face. Yeah, you can picture him in his smiling face, and you can picture him in bright lights. Or, or like uh, another person told me the other day that they pictured two hearts joining and their animal in between the two hearts, and there was, like, energy between the two hearts. And their mm-hmm. little bunny got better. Okay. Yeah. Let's all do it. Let's all take – wait, let's just take – just a few seconds right now to do it. Ready? Ready? Ready. Go. I did it. He says, I can really feel their love. <laughs> it helps me. <laughs> so cute. Good. I hope you feel better, Storm King, and thanks for waking up for your words of wisdom. And for all of you out there, if you have questions for Storm King, not um, questions about your animals per se, but more like kind of a Dear Abby type thing, but you can do Ask Stormy, hashtag Ask Stormy on all of our um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. So do all that stuff and um, you can ask your question on there. All right. Do it. All right. All right, so tune into the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, don't forget to go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura, the Pet Psychic. And like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And our Twitter is at the Pet Psychic. So do all that stuff, and we will see you all next week. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.